Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, the podcast where we are helping you make Scripture memorization a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. I'm Dakota Lynch. And I'm Randy Williamson. And on this episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, we've got a unique opportunity You've probably heard us talk before about Scripture memory as being a spiritual discipline or an exercise that uh, benefits the soul. Well, today we're not only talking about Scripture memory as a spiritual exercise, but we're going to talk about physical exercise itself. We're joined today by Anthony Edwards and Luke Swan, the founder of Faith Fit. And this is a ministry uh, that teaches physical exercise and exercise routine in combination with having a devotional time with the Lord, um, combining fitness with soul care. Guys, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us. As we get ready to dive in, I think it's so timely that we're having this conversation, right? Because as we're entering a new year, uh, so many people are making resolutions, commitments, whatever you want to call them, and they're thinking so many times about two areas of life. They're thinking about their physical fitness and how much weight they might want to lose, how many miles they might want to walk every week, that sort of thing. And then you also have people who are saying, you know, I need to be more consistent in my in my daily quiet time, in my Bible reading, in my scripture memory. And man, it can be intimidating to climb one Mount Everest, let alone two. And so you're trying to sometimes decide, what am I going to prioritize? Am I going to make time for, for God's Word, or am I going to make time for physical fitness? And what I love about FaithFit is that you guys are really coming along and helping people achieve both of those things as they invest in their physical fitness, but also uh, get God's Word in their minds and in their hearts at the same time. So we're excited to uh, learn more about FaithFit. But as we prepare to dive in, Randy, could you, as always, uh, set the time, set the tone for our time together with the passage of the day? Absolutely, Dakota. Our passage or our verse of the day comes from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. God's Word says this, for while, bodily training, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. We know that 1 Timothy was written by the Apostle Paul, and it was written to a protege in the ministry, Timothy. They had a great relationship, one of student and teacher, and they were dear friends, father-son relationship. Timothy is pastoring in Ephesus during this time, and Paul writes this pastoral letter to, to he and to the church. And he gives a series of commands to the church as well. But in this verse, what he's basically doing is he's doing a contrast, a contrast between what is important and what is preeminent. Now, it is important to take care of our bodies. We know that 1 Corinthians 6 teaches that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, and yet it's soul care, um, taking care uh, of our soul, nurturing it with the Word of God that should be preeminent in our lives. What's wonderful, kind of how this ties in with our episode today, 
is that Anthony and Luke are combining the two, physical care with soul care, the preeminent with the important. I love that. Uh, and as we jump in, I'm sure our, our listeners are eager to learn more about FaithFit as a whole. But Luke, I wonder, could you maybe just start by sharing a little bit of your story and maybe um, how you came to faith and, and then how all of that came together uh, for the launch of FaithFit? Yeah, really excited to be here. Uh, it's been uh, quite a journey um, to even get to this point together with with Anthony. Um but I, th- I think for both of us, we had similar similar journeys, and, and we can kind of share about both of our journeys. But uh, at the at the start of it, um, for myself, was I grew up in a, a really strong Christian home, and realized and, and learned what it was to have a, a personal relationship with Jesus and 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 grow in that relationship. Um, but there was one thing in my life that um, started to take more of that preeminence, and that was sport. Um, sport was something that I loved. Um, but it it took a little bit more of the center stage um, than um, we should have. It became uh, essentially an idol in in my life. Um, I was uh, a high school um, athlete, um, and on the outside, you wouldn't say those things, but it was something that cultivated um, inside of my own heart, where that became the thing where I spent my attention, my time, my energy um, within, and had the opportunity to go on and uh, be a college athlete. I played uh, college football at Wisconsin and that only ramped up, um, when you had 95,000 fans in the, in the, in the, uh, the stadium. Um, but I got involved with an organization called athletes in action that, uh, really turned that upside down and gave me uh, a different perspective, um, that, um, sport, um, can be an idol. Um, but, uh, if taken in the right way, you can flip that and make it less about worshiping uh, the sport, worshiping yourself. Um, but if you start to invite God into your sport um, and allowing him to come and be a part of every aspect of your life. And for me, a large part of that was sport. Uh, that sport became an opportunity to worship. Um, God had gifted me with the ability to run, jump, catch, do all of those things and the opportunity and a platform even to share um, post that. And so, uh, that was a foundation for me, uh, in understanding that God should be invited into every area of our life. And that started to step into not only into my sport, but as my competitive time went away, uh, and I stepped away from sport only, um, fitness became, uh, the thing that became identified as I was going to that, um, for my body image, for my self-esteem, and for going to that even for escape um, from within. So I think this is the genesis and similar. Anthony has a similar story where we started to go and invite God into our time of working out. Um, and rather than it being something that is idolatrous or um, the whole world has all of these messages around what we should be doing um, in this world of, of fitness, um, but we were challenged to say, uh, what would it look like to invite God into that time of working out? And what we discovered, what I discovered was, uh, the time of working out became the most powerful time that I had with the Lord. Um, it became a time of worship. It became a time where, um, the physical and the spiritual were connected in a way that was uh, unique. And I was able to worship God and completely, uh, unique way. And so 
I think that has been uh, the theme of a little bit my faith journey and starting into this journey of inviting God in and, and starting to, to create something like Faith Fit um, was just a, a journey of submitting more and more areas of my life um, rather than being about me, um, being about inviting God in and allowing him to infiltrate every part of, of my life and allowing scripture and allowing prayer to become uh, a central part of not only sport, not only fitness, but every arena of life that, that we have. So I think that's been uh, a little bit of the theme and a little bit of the, the journey of faith that I've been on. I know, Anthony, you have a, a similar similar story. Yeah, I, so like my story is a cousin to yours. Um, grew up in the church, baptized in an early age. Um, for me, I think performance was a big part of my identity. Uh, I knew God and I knew to respect him and revere him. But I didn't have the intimate relationship with him that I do now. Um, and I had this sense that, you know, my worth and my value was based on how well I performed and insert sport into that. Right. Um, sport fills that gap really well. Um, sports grades, getting that applause. That was what I allowed to really define my value. And it wasn't until my early 20s that God kind of dethroned those other idols and really helped me introduce uh, or introduced himself to me as this relational God, um, as I want to be with you. I am Emmanuel. I want to be, you know, this, this intimate God that walks with you through all of life that you can do all with me. Um, and that changed my whole perspective of my identity, because that told me that it wasn't based on my performance. My value was just rooted in the fact that I am loved um, by, by the creator of the world. And the universe. And so that flipped everything on its head for me um, and helped me understand who I was and got rid of this idea of, you know, if I can perform well enough, the Anthony stock ticker will be 10 points higher that day and it'll be a great day. Um, it solidified my identity. And so from there, the question starts to come okay, what do I do out of this identity? Uh, because that identity says that everything is God. Everything belongs to him. All that I do is to be done to give glory back to him. And so if that's true, what does that mean for work? What does that mean for fitness? What does that mean for all the areas of my life? And most disruptively, God met me in the gym with that question. Uh, I had a long day at work, one of those days where you're just grumpy afterwards, and I go to the gym and change and get ready to work out, and I turn on some really terrible music because that's what you're supposed to do. The gym's my escape. I'm going to grind it out and have a hard workout and leave my feelings at the gym. Um, and in that moment, God really confronted me with the question of, why are you asking the gym to be what I'm supposed to be? I'm supposed to be your everything. I'm supposed to be your refuge. I'm supposed to be everything for you. So like, what's the disconnect? Um, and in that moment, I changed my music I remember reading some scripture in that moment um, and really reflecting on who he was. First uh, Corinthians 10, 30, 31 was a big part of that moment. Whatever you do, do it for all for the glory of God. And focusing on that while in the middle of a set of squats and in the middle of burpees, that changes your mindset. Uh, it, it shifts your perspective. And you kind of see this whole theme for me of, you know, identity leads to behavior, leads to this surrender 
um, of I'm going to give you my gym time. And the rest of FaithFit's story is just about how do we curate that experience for other people to have a similar one. I love that testimony. And I'm just uh, trying for a moment to put myself in the in the seat and the shoes of our listeners who are saying, okay, it sounds like Luke and Anthony had this struggle where exercise was like too important to them and they were giving it too much of their time. But for most of us, <laughs> that's not a struggle. We're just trying to you know, figure out how to give it any of our time. And so whereas you guys said, hey, we want to take our exercise, which is already happening, and then mix in some time with the Lord and, as you say, invite him into our, work, into our workout, no doubt we have a lot of listeners who are facing maybe the reverse problem where they're memorizing scripture because you know they're listening to this podcast, but maybe exercise is something they haven't really prioritized. And so they're almost trying to do do what you did, but in a reverse sort of way. Luke, what would you say to someone who's memorizing scripture avidly, but maybe they're not, not exercising avidly? And then secondly, could you expound a little bit on what it looks like practically to invite God into your workout? Like, what does that mean? What are you listening to? What are you saying? What are you thinking during that process? Yeah, I think we've identified uh, a number of different, uh, maybe personas is the wrong word, but different archetypes of people. And I think there is the the group that fits into that, like really like huge into exercise, but they're doing it in a way that is not honoring to God. But I, I think there is, to your point, a lot of individuals that like, it is difficult to to do that. And I think the, the passage that we read today of First uh, Timothy four eight for um, bodily training is of value. Like there is a, is a is a value, and and we know that um, th- these bodies that we're in, um, God has called us to honor those bodies, and we know all of the the benefits of physical exercise. Um, but I, I think the the thing that we've um, found, um, even beyond those those benefits is that the physical is not disconnected from the spiritual. Um, that when your physical body, your physical temple is healthy, it allows for and even enables, or maybe even the reverse, if your physical body is not taken care of, you are inhibited or can be inhibited in the spiritual. And when one grows and doing it in an honoring way, the other can grow along with it. And I think that's really the, the essence of what faith that what we've, we've found is that when you're sharpening one, it is correlated in sharpening the other, especially when you're intentional with, with, with doing that. And so practically the way that this works, I think it is uh, the spiritual disciplines that we uh, know, such as memorizing scripture and listening to, to worship music and worshiping, to meditating, all of those things. Um, we're taking uh, that and inserting that and helping to make it easy to combine those two things together. So this is what we started to experience. This is what we started to do um, in some of our cobbled together early efforts of doing it. And it took a lot of work to do that. And it was kind of cobbled together. And I think the epiphany that we had was this was incredibly powerful. We had some of our most powerful moments with the Lord by bringing these things together. So we, we started to curate this together. And so uh, we have a variety of different um, ways in which we do this practically. Um, but what we've done is we've created what we call devotional workouts, um, where uh, 
there is some type of spiritual scripture content and every workout is centered on a piece of scripture. And we introduce that and have uh, different types of workouts, but typically it follows a format of a warm-up period, a workout, some rest periods, and a cool down. And so we'll take you through uh, like a hit body weight type of a, a workout, start with some easy warm-up to get your body going, but then also do a spiritual warm-up where we're introducing the scripture passage, giving a little bit of the context behind it, and start to talk a little bit about the... Uh, practical that we're going to work through and experience in the workout. And then we take you through, give uh, uh, workout cues um, that are tied uh, sometimes to the physical movement so that what we're listening to, what we're meditating on with the scripture, we're experiencing in some way in the physical and go through grind, kind of feel some of those physical things that are difficult um, and giving you coaching, both on the physical and the spiritual side. And then in the rest periods, going a little bit deeper within each of those scripture, allow you to rest, step into that, but then bring some more spiritual content into that and kind of have that rhythm throughout. And then at the the very end, having a, a cool down and um, doing stretching and able to go a little bit deeper into that scripture. And then even think about, okay, I just experienced this. How do I go and live uh, that that out? So that's kind of the the flow that we've taken, there's different ways that we've, we've done this. Um, one of them is a, a all stretching one where we can be a little bit more meditative and praying um, through this, where a little bit more um, even keeled um, and have just more of a, a, a praying through scripture. So there's a variety of different ways that um, this practically works itself out. And I, I just add quickly too, I think I love that you brought up like the, the audience that we might be speaking to is, maybe having the opposite problem. And I think one thing that has been powerful for us um, is the fact that when reflecting on God's word in physical movement, it brings that scripture to life. And there's an experiential component that you get to enjoy as well as memorizing it. And so, you know, being discipled earlier around the uh, Scripture memory, I was very much impressed upon me that memorization uh, and text by heart is secondary to taking the text to heart. Um, and so like, one of my favorite workouts that we have is based on Psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And that scripture, when you sit and you study it and you memorize it, is powerful. But I love in our workout where you're hearing that scripture, studying it, and your knees might be shaking. Um, and you're really challenged to be still and know that he's God in the middle of something stressful. Um, just like that scripture might come and show fruit outside of the gym when life happens and you're trying to be still and know that he is God and will be exalted. Like the, the, the gym is a crucible and our workouts were a crucible for people to Go from I've memorized it to I've experienced it and I can taste and see and understand it in a new way. Um, so hopefully it has even more impact. Um, so it's kind of like a, a challenge for the folks that are really great at scripture memorization. How do we move from the knowing to the experiencing? And I think the physical world that we're talking about is a, is a great way for that to happen. 
I think some of what you guys are are saying will resonate with our with our listeners and with our viewers when maybe we put some of the things that you're saying in terminology that they're thinking about. Um, I know one of the ways that a lot of people will memorize is using kinetic movement, which is what exercise is, is kinetic movement. Uh, it's, you know, achieving a different purpose, you know, but uh, when you combine memorization with movement, it just, it aids scripture memory so much. And I think that will really resonate with our with our listeners. A lot of times, you know, when someone is memorizing, they might do a specific movement that, you know, fits that passage, but not necessarily. It could be an exercise movement. So I think is it what you guys are, are kind of saying is introducing a passage at the beginning of the workout when you're getting your stretches, your pre-workout. Here's the passage. You're listening to it. Then when you're going into the workout itself, that's when your active memorization is occurring. And so you're pairing that with the movement of the exercise. And maybe you're making one movement and you're saying part of the verse, another part, another movement, and then the next part of the verse. Is that kind of what you guys are hitting at? Yeah, I'd say we try to not put God's word into our formula. We try to make sure we kind of follow the word. And so sometimes it is you know, he will be exalted. It is a cue to run with your hand high in the air or squat with your arms out as representing that. And other times it's a posture um, and we're asking you to just reflect on it. Um, so it's not always a exact one for one um, based on what God's word is saying. But ultimately, yes, to your point that we're trying to incorporate some connection between movement uh, and you enjoying and experiencing memorizing God's Word. I love that. And I, I'm thinking about Deuteronomy 6, which I know you all are familiar with, but it says, uh, These words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall talk of them when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. Well, that sounds like exercise. <laughs> of course, that passage isn't exclusively talking about exercise, but it's saying, I think, God's Word should be part of every moment of every day. Whatever you're doing, let God's Word be part of that experience. And I think that, you know, exercise qualifies under that model, right? And so, uh, you know, for those who are saying, yeah, but I, th- this isn't my thing, I think this this ought to be uh, something. Every Every person ought to be caring for the temple that God has given them, and every person ought to be filling their heart and mind with Scripture. And why don't you go ahead and do both at once? I think that's such a neat ministry. And so, uh, obviously, Luke, it sounds like faith that really came about as maybe an extension of of something that you were passionate about. But tell us a little bit more about you know when when did you found faith fit, and then also um, how can our listeners learn more and participate in it? I mean, what what are the steps so that we can actually plug into what you guys are doing and and sign up for some of these programs? Yeah, so this has been something that I think has been on both Anthony and my heart for quite a number of years. Uh, we had an interesting connection where we were working uh, together at the same a same software company and uh, had uh, an interaction where I was working on a really early version of this. And um, he's like, that is exactly what I've been, been, been working on. So this is something that we've been working on since 2018, and we've gone through a number of iterations. Of, of what it is. But right now we have uh, over 100 workouts that are uh, within within our platform. 
so anyone who's interested in go, can go to faithfit.tv. Uh, and I think one thing that we have um, been working on is, uh, and you, you talked about this, is um, the workout is like the laboratory, like the time that you can um, invite God in and practice, but that practice is like sharpening you for the the other areas uh, with within your within your life. It's a it's a time that you can go to the gym, so to, so to say, of of getting better at at something, but physically, but also also spiritually. And so uh, the other part of this that we've had is there is the the crucible of actually being in the workouts, and we've created. Um, a variety of different workout types from from hit um, body weight workouts to more of a freestyle or wherever you like to work out uh, you can you can bring that workout and pair it in so if you r- like to run you like to um, you like to do weightlifting it can pair in uh, really well uh, within this we have stretching um, exercises that are that are on there so there's a, a whole set of exercises but we've started to do is create series um, and these series have workouts but there's content that surrounds these as well. So it start, can start to not only be the time of working out, which has been the crucible part that we've experienced, but is uh, devotional content ahead of that workout. There is uh, music that matches into this that you can, you can pair, into, uh, pair into these workouts. There are more journaling, devotional questions, and other spiritual content that kind of surrounds these workouts as well. Uh, so would love for anyone to come and join us. This is something that has been uh, a journey we've enjoyed so much um, working on together. And anything, anything else that uh, I missed and want to add within that? No, uh, I think you nailed it. Yeah, you guys, you probably have heard this, or maybe this is part of uh, part of what you guys share with people through your ministry. But I feel like exercise. If I could borrow a line from my pastor, he told me once. Exercise is like the cornerstone discipline in his life, because when that's happening, typically everything else is happening around that, right? You know, if if you're being faithful to walk that mile every day, like you said you would, or whatever it is, whatever your preferred routine is, if you're doing that, you're probably being faithful in your quiet time. You're probably being faithful in a lot of areas, and I found that to be true for me. You know, if I'm setting my alarm early to go to the gym, or if I'm walking around the block on a consistent basis, I'm usually pretty happy with how my life is going overall. And yet, by contrast, when I start to make compromises in those areas, things can get slippery really, really quickly. And I'm just thinking, what a what a great thing it would be for us and for our listeners to maybe reach uh, the end of 2024 and say, you know what, this was a year where for the first time, I wasn't living every day feeling this this nagging sense of guilt that I really ought to be hitting the gym or I really ought to be more in God's word. And again, I just love the idea of of kind of morphing those two disciplines and saying we're going to be faithful to care for the bodies that God has given us and we're going to memorize scripture, but as you guys said already, when you morph those together, the scripture memory actually comes more easily. I have found it to be true that when you're getting with it physically, and, and that verse is coming to life through your hands and feet, it's a lot harder to forget what that verse said later on. And so don't don't think of it as necessarily making Scripture memory more complicated, right? But you're actually streamlining, streamlining a little bit because, yeah, the, the physical component really helps the verses stick. But 
Randy, I know as we're um, wrapping up this episode, our time has slipped away so quickly, but do you have anything else that you might want to add as we we conclude this episode? I just love the concept of what they're doing, and I appreciate you guys' honesty. I think it was John Calvin that said that our hearts are idol-making factories, and we see that in our society today, in Western civilization, although we might have technically, you know, idols in the terms of statues, we do have idols. And I think sports and fitness can become idols in our lives. You know, ultimately they're neutral in and of themselves. It's the place that we give them in our lives. And I just appreciate what you guys are doing in uh, inviting God into your workout and then channeling that, you know, you do need to take care of your body, but channeling that and using that for such a noble purpose is a spiritual discipline like Bible memory. One thing that I would just add on to that, thank you so much for for having this. has been this has been great. I think one thing that um, we're excited about is being able to part, partner with you in creating a, a verse like locker on the the Bible Memory app, and um, we've created some content on there that I think will pair very well with your audience, where it's focused on scripture memorization, um, but then pairs with uh, some of the things that we call our Faith It Foundations. And exactly what you're you're talking about of just the process of uh, submitting fitness over to God and inviting Him Him in and just going through a little bit the the flow of that um, the the first devotional is around what does it look like and can you invite God in and and should you invite God in why do you want to invite God in and then speaking a little bit about our motivations around working out what what is your motivation for working out and I think there's lots of motivations. Um, not all of them bad. Some of them can be dangerous, but what is the ultimate motivation? And can you tap into one that is biblical and scriptural? Um, and even this idea, next devotional around working out as worship. Working out can be an opportunity to worship um, worship God and doing it not only um, with a part of us, um, but every part of us, your, your whole heart, soul, and, and strength as a part of that. And then realizing that... Uh, working out um, is a trial. And we have so many trials in our life and those trials transform us in just really impactful ways. And the the, the, the six of those devotionals are, is around being prepared to be used by the master. And so uh, we, within these earthly temples, um, if we are not fit and able to be moving forward in the mission that God has given us, then we are missing out on the ultimate thing that has, has been called to. And so the, the, the sixth one is around just being prepared by to be used by the master and having a physical tent, but then also have a spiritual element that can be used um, and integrated together. And the last one is just a call to go um, beyond the workout. So it's not just about your time in the workout, but how are you activating um, within this? So really excited to, to share that with your audience. You can go and find that um, within within Verse Locker, and then you can come experience the in, entire portion of that at faithfit.tv. Yeah, thank you, Luke, for mentioning that. And for those listening, yeah, you can even just check out the show notes uh, for this episode, and we're going to put two links in there. Uh, one will be a link to faithfit.tv, so you can check out FaithFit's uh, broader ministry, and then we'll also include that link to the very specific Verse Locker collection that Luke was just talking about, which uh, has some memory verses, and then it'll also contain some devotional material and training videos from FaithFit that you can check out. So, 
Uh, Luke, Anthony, it has been such a joy having you with us. Uh, thank you to all, all those who have joined us for this episode. And we hope that God blesses you in this new year and that you're able to serve Him faithfully as you um, yeah, continue to be faithful in the disciplines of Scripture memory and physical exercise. We hope this episode has been helpful to you in that pursuit and that you'll join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. If you're ready to take the next step in your scripture memory journey, visit us online at scripturememory.com or download Verse Locker, our free Bible memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.